morning. Uh, learning is sponsored. Ili Nishmas Yehuda Leib and Shmuel Shem Zalben Aliyah. The learning is also L'schus Yidden Nart Yisrael. Those that need a refuah should have a refuah. Hostages should be returned safely, and the soldiers should have success in completely eradicating the evil. So, uh, as we started discussing yesterday regarding this halacha of is there a custom or a practice or a requirement perhaps for one to wash one's tefillin hands post putting on the tefillin um, so some had that that minig and that actually the primagodim um, is one of the earliest poiskim uh, he was a contemporary a little bit before the Alter Rebbe um, he made such a comment in his uh, laws of washing hands um, and, and some do have that practice. Um, we mentioned yesterday that uh, our minig is, is the minig of most is generally not to, and there are a, different, a couple of different interesting reasons that are mentioned um, in relation to as to why not. One is mentioned by the Beni Shchai. He mentions, uh, as we started talking yesterday after the Dvar Halacha, um, he says that because during davening, because when you're putting on the tefillin, it's normal for that part of the hand to be covered. Um, therefore, when you uncover that part, one would not uh, need to wash your hand because then it's considered a, a regularly an uncovered part, even though during most of the day it's considered covered. I would just add in parentheses that if a person happens to be very sweaty and when he puts on his tool and he picks up his hand, or, you know, you're going on with soyum and so on, and, and, the, and the, there's a lot of sweat there, so that would be a different reason to wash your hand, but the, the, the reason alone of washing your hand because you touched something which was normally uncovered, that would be another consideration. It was actually pointed out to me yesterday that the same discussion would go regarding putting on the tefillin on your, on your head. You know, when you move the, your yarmulke for a second to put on the tefillin, so again, you'd probably give the same argument that because at that point, with the yarmulke it's a little more complicated because it's it's usually covered, and you should probably try to keep it on. But uh, if you cover uh, again, that yeah, uh, If you can apply this svara to the area under the yamaka, because when you're putting on tefillin for for two seconds, the yamaka is uncovered. Uh, that that seems to be a bit of a stretch. A second argument that, that the poskim quote is that over here is a dvar mitzvah. Over here, you have a special loophole that you're uncovering it for mitzvah purposes. And actually, there's an interesting analogy for the moil while he's giving a child a bris. So you can make an argument that uh, normally the baby has a diaper on. You take the diaper off to do the bris, and you touch the child. You then make a bracha. The, the mayo makes a bracha, and so on. So we don't see him washing his hands after that. But because you're, you're involved in a mitzvah, there's special additional allowance as well. Have a wonderful day.